Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Do you have your own business or maybe a project that you want to promote? Well, I think you've found just about the cheapest marketing items you can come up with. They're called pin-on buttons. Lone Star Buttons offers buttons in different sizes and shapes. They don't stop at buttons either. They also do magnets, mirrors, bottle openers, and they're all high quality and at reasonable prices. To get in touch with Lone Star Buttons, you can go to their website, LoneStarButtons.com. You can email them at info at LoneStarButtons.com. Or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Oh, baby. Yeah. Also, if you want to get in touch with the show, or take part in the show by sending in news stories, urban legends, friend questions, whatever you want to say to us, we will read it. Just send an email on over to rotwpodcast at gmail.com. That's rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We also have a kind of promotion slash thank you to the listeners. Um, If you email your address with swag in the subject line, we'll send you a little gift in the mail free of charge. Of course, by doing this, you're adding your email to a mailing list that we'll use to promote other such things going on with the show. But that's just part of this beautiful thing we call Revenge of the World. We want to talk to our listeners, because we're all one big, fat, ugly fucking family. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas, it's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World, episode 128, right? Right, Brennan? Yeah, it's 128. Who's counting, right? Uh, I'm your host, Gabe, Google Me Dieter, and I'm here with bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hey everybody. What's up, Brennan? Oh man, Uh, this this feels like the first time that I've like sat down like in the last four days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It, it It was one of those weekends where like I was just constantly doing something. And I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of relieved to go back to work, to not have to do anything for a little bit. Yeah, I get the same the same way when there's, like, an extended break. Yeah, like, I, like fuck, what am I doing now? Yeah, like, I, I, I try to do, so, do stuff with my off time, but I just, I probably should do less, yeah. you know? Like, I don't, I don't know, like, I feel like I have to cram everything into a day. Yeah. And it just ends up wearing me out by, like, you know, Sunday, or in this case, Monday. So, like, I don't know. Like I've just been constantly moving. Like Friday, we had I had somebody come out and do some work on the house, so I was busy with that all day. And then uh, Saturday, uh, God, what did we do Saturday? Just did a bunch of art stuff. Uh, started playing a new fighting game, uh, that Dragon Ball Z game. Actually, pretty good. Really, very good. Cool. Yeah, like I, I was shocked at how good it is. Really, like it, it's it's like there's parts of it where it feels like you're playing an episode of the show. Like the animation is so good, uh-huh. it's like you'll be just like having like these crazy fights. Like you'll win around, 
And instead of it stopping and saying round two, like an animation thing happens and then there's like a little bit of like a scuffle and then the next round starts. So it's like and the animation is so good and so clean. It's like you're just in control of an episode of the show. Wow. And it, it's it's is there a lot of standing around with dialogue? You know, whenever you play the story mode, uh-huh. like the dialogue scenes take forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> so and like if you and what's really funny is if you uh, you can switch between, you know, playing the game in Japanese or playing it in English. And if you play it in English, the dubbing is off like they didn't correct it. Oh, wow. So it's, it's like an episode of the show wow. <laughs> in HD. And the fights can only last like 40 seconds. Yeah, the, the fights are all like really short because they're like the, the characters are all super crazy powerful and stuff. And yeah, and it's really easy. Like anybody could pick it up and within two hours if you play through the tutorial you can pretty much master how to do it wow like and it, it's it was just really good like i was surprised at how good it is hmm. so played that a lot uh went to fogo de Chao, which I, i'm not gonna get into the whole story of what's happening to my body still because of that but <laughs> <laughs> like yeah like I, i've never been to that place have you ever been to that place before oh yeah yeah i i, I like it you know i i do but i don't the the thought of eating as much delicious meat as you can sounds appealing. Yeah. But once you actually do it, uh, maybe not so good. It's like like what happens is you walk in and you know, I guess I'm just describing this for people that have never been. Like you know, you you walk in, you sit down, they take your drink order, and then they suggest that you go to the salad bar. So you're walking up to the salad bar, and you're like, oh, I see what their game is. They want you to fill up on salad so you don't eat a bunch of meat. No. What I'm gonna do is get a little bit of salad and play the game but i'm gonna get a bunch of meat that's what everybody thinks is gonna happen yeah but what happens is you go in there you get your little bit of salad and then the meat starts coming uh-huh. and at first you're like this is great yeah you know there's all these people just every 30 seconds showing up to your table with a new meat mm-hmm. and you're like man this is awesome and then you know you get one or two that maybe you're nah, not super into and then eventually you're into double digits as, as to how many different kinds of meat you've just eaten. Mm-hmm. And then your breathing gets really labored. <laughs> and like when Jess and I went, we were going to, we were supposed to go out for drinks after we were done. Yeah. We ended up having to go back to her grandmother's house and I took a nap. Oh my God. At like, you know, nine o'clock uh, at night. Romantic. <laughs> well, no, she, like it was just like, uh, no, we were both like, okay, we just need to chill for a little bit. Yeah. And so like, I took a nap and like, just played overwatch on her computer for a little while uh-huh. like while we were waiting for her friends because they were also at dinner and they went to somewhere some other restaurant and had a similar experience where they just ate too much and just weren't really into it so we ended up just going back home and going to sleep uh your late 30s yeah basically <laughs> yeah we're, everybody's just like eh, i don't know oh, well, i'm done are you done okay well nobody's mad right okay cool <laughs> meanwhile so, you're you're producing salami inside your body yeah like i'm i've been trying to like eat things that would you know kind of help me get back to normal that would have been the salad <laughs> no I, I i did eat the salad i ate some salad because i knew i needed to have a little bit of roughage in there yeah. you know to kind of help keep, keep things on the even keel yeah but you know uh, it wasn't enough the salad is like bobby heenan and the meat is like under the giant <laughs> yeah it's like you, you can't get out of the way <laughs> you bum you, like you can't eat a little bit of salad and then eat like 10 pieces of meat well you did i did oh <laughs> oh it's physically possible yeah but yeah there will be repercussions anyway I, i'm trying not to get too far into that but <laughs> so yeah like I've, I've been dealing with that and then uh Brennan, it's a staple of the show that you talk about your bells yeah i, I know but I'm, I'm trying to not not i don't want to be that guy you're t- <laughs> 
I'm, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. You're here. already that guy. Yeah, it's, it's way too late. To turn I, back. I, now. I guess it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I haven't taken a proper dump in like several days. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is normally the opposite problem that I have. But yeah, so this this is a whole new thing for me. Uh, today we get we got up, went to breakfast, and you know, since the weather was just crappy and rainy and awful, and you know, the beginnings of autumn are kind of coming. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh we went to uh party boy check out the Halloween stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, which party boy? I, I gotta say, I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. It's it's a lot more of a party store than it is a Halloween store. I was expecting a lot more Halloween. <laughs> Party's in the name of the store. I know, but they're like their whole thing is we're a year round Halloween store. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. They, they do Halloween year round. Oh, I but, didn't know that. You know, I mean, should have went to Joe Sam's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I want to go to Joe Sam's in a couple weeks, but cool. Let me know. I'll yeah, go with you. yeah, that's that's a always a good time. That place yeah. is just it's Halloween just all over the walls. It's, it's great. Fun. Yeah, so did that earlier today. Um, I, oh, I got to tell you about the painting that I made. <laughs> when on Saturday? Oh, okay. Um, we were at my house. No, it was no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. I was at my house, and you know, like I've been talking about, I've been in a bit of an art rut, and you know, so I decided that what I was going to do was just kind of do some old master copies and just get my hands working again. So I've been doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff in my sketchbook and you know, it, it's, it's helping a lot. I'm just kind of getting my movement back. And I decided that I wanted to try to paint a portrait cause I'm just, I'm just trying to do boring things just to get my kind of observational drawing skills back and just, you know, get my basics kind of back in order so that I can go back to doing weird stuff and have it be a little more controlled and a little more what I want. Mm-hmm. So I started painting this portrait of, it was just like a, a random black and white photograph that I picked. I was doing like a, like a monochromatic grayscale painting. And I started painting this portrait and two creepy things happened while I was painting this portrait. The first creepy thing that happened was, I was I'm just drawing from this figure and I'm not trying to directly duplicate the figure. I'm just using this kind of as a reference just for shadows and different things. And whenever I get about three quarters of the way through like the first pass on the grayscale stuff, I look at the painting and I realize I've painted a portrait of my mother. Whoa. It looks exactly like her. Oh, wow. And I, it was a total accident. And like, wow. I can't figure it out. And like, I, I immediately just like started laughing and I, and just was like, what's going on? I'm like, showed her the picture. I'm like, look, I painted my mom and she kind of laughed about it. And then I texted a picture to my sister. And my sister, actually, she texted me back uh, this morning. I was like, oh, my God, that looks exactly like mom. Wow. <laughs> so it was really strange. It just completely unintentionally drew a portrait of my mother. The second creepy thing that happened, whenever I showed the painting to Jess and she started laughing, my dog, Rosa, just started growling <gasps> and barking at the picture. Whoa. Because she thought that, like, it was like she thought another person had turned up in the room that she didn't know was there. Oh, wow. Like, it freaked her out so bad that there was just, like, some person that she didn't notice before. <laughs> You captured the likeness. Yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, it was enough to confuse my dog. So, I mean, it was pretty interesting. <laughs> that's crazy. First time it's ever happened. Yeah, you told me that uh, last night, and I didn't. it didn't click for some reason. Yeah. That's crazy. It was weird. Speaking of last night, uh, we had an art night at the house. Yeah, we did. It was a good time. It was time. pretty fun. It was a lot um, of fun. Yeah, your girlfriend was very nice. Yeah. I enjoyed her company, mm-hmm. and uh, she's welcome back anytime. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Renee didn't make it, but uh, overall, we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Your girlfriend uh, seems to know a lot about art. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she went to school for illustration. Oh, really? Like, that's kind of her background. And Okay, cool. Yeah. She, she's an art teacher as well, so she teaches uh, art one and digital photography. Oh, nice. Uh, like, in high school. So, yeah, she's, she's really good. Cool. Um... Other than that, oh, you didn't believe me. I'm trying to think. <laughs> it was something so silly that 
that people do Christmas lights, and when you drive by their house, you can tune to a radio station and have their yeah. I still don't believe Christmas that. carols. I will show you. It's just an FM transmitter that you hook up to a stereo, and it it, it plays to that that frequency. <laughs> I will show you at the end of the show. Okay. Well, I think what the listeners need to know is it's just your history of making I up. Swear to God, very it, believable uh, sounding lies. I know. <laughs> Like, uh, you're the boy who cried wolf here. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, what's more interesting is, you remember when I told you that people are buried in front-only uh, clothing? Yeah. I, I can't find shit about that. <laughs> that might have been, like, some subconscious thing that I, I, I thought up. Well, what's funny is we were actually talking about that at the Halloween store today because we saw uh, there was, like, some... Like, it was kind of like a bib, like, t-shirt mm-hmm. thing that was, like, for a costume that was oh, like okay. that. And Jess was like, yeah, that's just like what Gabe was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I searched and searched for <laughs> burial suits or whatever, and, and they it just came up as normal, normal clothes. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> that would have been an amazing lie, though. Yeah, you know. Too bad for me. Other than that. <laughs> so, so what have you been doing? What's, what's going on with your life? Uh, not much. How's your health? Are you, have you any brushes with death this week? Um, no, but I'm supposed to go get a stress test done in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to shoot my body up with uh, radiated fluid yeah. to see how much. My doctor said to see how much blockage I have. Yeah. Not if I have any blockage. Well, you most certainly have blockage. <laughs> most people do at this age, but uh, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about it. It's uh, it's going to be little weird to know yeah to have i have 60 percent blockage Man. in something yeah or maybe 20 30 mm. you know right i don't know what the uh typical blockage is for someone in their early 40s but yeah it's worrying me a little bit yeah but i feel fine i'm, I'm doing good on my meds it's good so speaking not- of i should have taken one before the show yeah and now i'm gonna be late but that's okay because we got a short show for you tonight yes folks. we do yeah uh it's not that we didn't try, it's that shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Or it doesn't happen. It seems like it was or kind doesn't of, happen. It seems yeah. like it was kind of a quiet week. It was. Um maybe because we weren't paying attention. Maybe. Yeah, that's possible. I mean, I don't know. What the I mean, the only thing that really happened was the, what the John McCain funeral. Yeah, and that was covered last episode. Yeah. So, so yeah. can't really do anything there. Yeah. Uh it is kind of neat to see the real news being the alternative news. Uh calling out everybody's hypocrisy when it comes to his funeral yeah uh, that was kind of neat uh, but other than that it's just another day above ground yeah um you want to go to some news sure we all know what time it is it's time for the news with gabriel Dieter and friends Police found 147 pounds of cocaine hidden in pineapples. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of news I'm into right now. Yeah. Uh, it was smuggled from Costa Rica in uh, hollowed out pineapples. Um, they came through Portugal and ended up in Madrid, which was, I don't know. It's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting means of trying, I guess. I don't know. I've, I mean, I'm, I'm sh- sure it's been done, but yeah, when you hear about it happening right now, yeah, and I mean, it's kind of neat. 
Like so, all of that. It's coke not a tunnel. It's not a tunnel. People just waste pineapples. Yeah. So like, and all, I'm sure they're eating the guts. All of that coke is just gonna smell like rotten fruit. I love pineapples too. <laughs> yeah. I love them. That's that's gonna be the hook. That's how they're gonna get you into cocaine, man. Yeah. I've, yeah. It does kind of hype me up when I eat some. Yeah. It's, it smells like fun dip. <laughs> how do you get your cocaine, Brennan? Uh, usually a balloon up the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't smell as good as pineapple. Uh, yeah. Next story. God, which one are we doing next? Invasive lizard sets up camp in Florida family's yard. Okay, like, who is taking all these weird-ass animals and, like, Dude, letting them loose in Florida? Uh, well, for one, rich people buy this shit. Like, yeah. uh, me and Jess were watching a bunch of animal videos, mm-hmm. and, like, there's all these videos of captive tigers and, uh, lions and leopards yeah. and panthers and... They're just in people's houses. Like, I think you can legally have a tiger in Texas. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I, I mean, you probably have to have a license or something, but yeah. but I don't think I don't think you even have to be rich to buy a baby uh, python or boa constrictor. You know? Yeah. Uh, this is kind of weird because it was a monitor lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, but shit, I mean, that can't be that hard to come by as a as a baby. You know? Yeah. They ship those things all over the world. I don't know, but I mean. Like, what's crazy is just, like, how often, like, these, like, weird reptiles, they get purchased, they wind up in Florida, and then they just escape. And there's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a particularly intense problem in Florida. Well, yeah, because the area is so, it's perfect for, for reptiles. Well, yeah, they get, they get loose in the Everglades. Like, you always, like, there were, uh, there was, like, a species of crocodile we talked about on the show, mm-hmm. and that happened. Yeah. Like, what, what is going on in Florida? <laughs> what are they, like... Baby monitors are cheap, man. Can't be more than hundred bucks. <laughs> I guess if you know a guy. I know. I don't know. Um, I don't even think that they're escaping. I think people just want to move and they can't take this giant reptile yeah. to the the fucking apartment that they're moving into. Yeah. Or maybe they're having uh children and they don't want them eaten yeah, by a Komodo dragon. Pre- prehistoric dragons, yeah. Crazy. Maybe you should think about that before you buy, you know, a dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so this happened, uh, I guess, August 29th. Uh, this uh, mon- Nile monitor got in their backyard, and I guess they were they were going outside, and uh, it followed them right up to their their back door. And uh, I mean, they have small. They have like I think two small kids. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Like those things eat. Cats, dogs, right? Anything they can get a hold of, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of reptiles just don't give a shit, too. Like the other, like there was, this was maybe like four or five weeks ago at my job. Uh, you know, I work in a in a lab, and attached to that lab is a bunch of office buildings, but they're all, you know, it's a very large campus or whatever. And I was walking to the cafeteria, and I was walking up as I was walking up to the cafeteria, I saw a guy, and he was like standing like right in front of the cafeteria door, and he's looking down at this weird rock, and. He's like kind of walking around it, and I'm like, dude, what's what's this guy doing? So I started to walk up and I get a little closer. Amateur geologist. <laughs> it was an alligator snapping turtle. Oh wow! I mean, we work off of like Highway Six and like I-10. You know, it's the energy corridor. Wow. No reason for there to be this animal, like, but somehow there it is in front of our cafeteria, and he's like kicking it with a steel-toed boot, trying to get it to bite him. You know what? Since uh, all this flood planning has started, yeah, and, and it happened before Harvey, but uh. All these retention ponds that they're building everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's perfect territory for any kind of uh, 
amphibious yeah. reptile. I guess so. I guess we're just going to have a dinosaur problem from now on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they, they all re, uh, relocated from uh, all the flooding, you know? Yeah. You got this next one, Brennan? Uh, which, what's the next one? 31,000. Oh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> this is right up your alley. Uh, I don't know, man. The, right up your alley hole. Yeah, the, the, these days, man, my phone is being really slow in your house. I'm sorry. Do you want my Wi-Fi password? I have your Wi-Fi password. Oh, shit. I gotta get a new phone. Take mine. Or you want me to handle this one? Yeah, I got it. 31,000 pounds of beef roasts lost in semi-crash. <laughs> this is going straight to Fogo de Chao. Yeah, right Right now it's, it's all like lodged in my colon. 31,000 pounds. Yep. What is that? Like, uh, that's 15 tons, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, right about. In and one truck. One truckload. Yeah. You got to figure those things probably weigh at least, what, 10, 15 pounds a piece? Fuck, I don't know. So that's like that's like yeah. fifteen pounds of roast. Yeah, one roast. It's like a big. It's like a the size of like a brisket. Oh wow, that thing. You know, Brennan is uh, holding his hands up like a small infant would fit yeah. in between it. <laughs> it's like roughly the size of my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it just like this truck overturned and just like dumped a bunch of meat out onto the street. It looks disgusting. Yeah. It it, it kind of looks delicious. <laughs> like, <laughs> it looks like they're smuggling organs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd rather see these inserted into pineapples yeah. and smuggled across state lines. Um, <laughs> so this happened in South Dakota. Uh, it involved two semi-trucks crashing together. Um, for some reason, I'm thinking of... Uh, remember in Predator when... when uh, oh, jeez, what's his name? Gary Busey? No, no, no. Uh, when, no, Predator 1. Uh, when Arnold uh, shakes. And uh, Bill... That's not no. It's uh Apollo. Apollo Creed. Yeah. I forget his name. But uh they clasp hands and they're like, Yes, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah. And uh that's what I just in my mind as all these roasts were hitting the ground. Like each one like, of their arms? Yeah, it's like like the, the slap of the palm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that meaty sound. It's like thirty thousand Arnold Schwarzenegger Apollo Creed high fives <laughs> <Yeah>. at once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh man. man. I don't feel like this is going very well at all. <laughs> hey, this is all I got. This is all we got. Yeah, dude. We could have edited this down to two stories, but here we go. Uh oh, you heard about the small e small air leak on the uh International Space Station, right? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Let's uh, see. Uh the thing, I mean, this article didn't say anything about it, but I read somewhere that the Russians were fixing it with garbage, <laughs> with trash or something like that. I was like, that's so fucking rude, man. It's like it's like that stereotypical uh, 80s way of thinking that anything Russia builds is just a pile of garbage. You know? Yeah. Uh, when they have the only s- space program, <laughs> that, you know, that we're working with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seemed a little rude. Yeah. Well. We're not going to be working with them anymore uh, for much longer, man. It's the, the privatization of space is just getting further and further along there. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I can't help but think of whenever I read this story, though, is if there were sound in space, it would just sound like someone letting the air out of a balloon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and killing a bunch of astronauts. Nah, they would have just bailed out of that thing, right? <laughs> Isn't there an escape pod of some kind? I don't know. Is there? I thought there was. I don't think there is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there has to be one. Well, why would there be one? 
what like i mean you know everything with like these like space stations and things is like as compact as possible and you know ostensibly they think that this thing has to be working optimally all the time for people to be on there Mm -hmm. so when something goes wrong i mean i don't think there's an escape pod on the international space station I, I think they have like planned missions going back and forth to like, you know, transport people. Yeah. But I don't think that there's like an actual capsule that these guys can get into and go home. We're going to have to look into this. I don't know, man. I, I don't think there is. I've never heard anything about there being an escape pod. Dude, I've seen a ton of movies with escape pods. Well, yeah, but that's not the International Space Station. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. ISS Escape Pod. They don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a proposed lifeboat, but it was never built. <laughs> All right, so, so, so there's no escape yeah. pod. All right, why would you go up there? Weird. That's terrible. That's uh, that's thinking ahead, huh? <laughs> Man, and they fixed it with tape, by the way. Yeah, but they're I think they're sending a, a repair kit next trip or something like that. <laughs> Which I don't understand why they don't have a repair Yeah, they kit. should have that on board. I would think so. But, you know, you would think they would have an escape pod on board as well. This cl- this thing was clearly not very well thought out. I mean, yeah, they figured out how to sustain life in space. Now, but... that kind of thing I could I could blame on the Russians. Yeah. They're just like, if he dies, he dies. Mm-hmm. Life is cheap <laughs> in Mother Russia. Two Rocky references in one show. You got a murder and mayhem? No. <laughs> I think we do. Let's go for it. Oh, wait, yeah, that's right there. The prisoner guy. Yeah. Okay, this one. Mm. You want me to take it? Uh, I mean, uh, did you read it? No. Oh shit! <laughs> I've been very busy this week and haven't read anything for the show. I gotcha. I, I feel I felt like that was pretty evident in how it's going so far. <laughs> Okay, uh, so this is the story of uh, Stephen J. Russell. Um, as I tell this story, you might realize that it was... it. Well, never mind. I'll just go into it. <laughs> okay, so this guy, uh, Stephen J. Russell, uh, 1998, he was granted special parole. And the reason was that he needed to be uh, put into hospice. Um, the reason that his medical record stated that he had to be put into hospice was that he had uh, HIV and he probably wasn't going to survive much longer. Um, the guy, he was, he was in uh, jail for uh, fraud. Like, he faked the slip and fall. And he was doing like six months, uh, you know, just for because he they found out that basically he had faked this whole incident and he tried to like sue these people. And it was just like a whole kind of fiasco. So he's convicted of fraud. And then uh, he uh, decided, OK, yeah, I don't want to do six months in jail. So uh, four weeks into his prison sentence, uh, he impersonated a prison guard by uh, stealing some street clothes and just basically walked right out the front door. Yeah. With, you know, not a ton of difficulty. Apparently, you can just do that in a low, like, minimum security prison. Stephen Balls of Steel Russell. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez. So, you know, he, he he was out for a little while. They recaptured him and brought him back to finish out his sentence. But while he was out there, he met a man named Philip Morris, who was, you know, not related to the tobacco company in any way. Right. Um, so, let's see. Uh, while he was out, you know, while he was out, he, he managed to, you know, he got a job. He, uh... Him and his boyfriend kind of worked together to embezzle $800,000 while he was out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was indicted. Uh, his bond was set to like $950,000. $950, and then uh, he uh, was sentenced. He, was, he ended up, he was going to go back to prison. Yeah. So he decided to get out of this. He was going to use his, he was going to use the phone and call the court clerk. Uh, he pretended to be the judge in the case. This is amazing. Reduced his own bail to $45,000. Uh, he paid the bond. Took off to Florida and escaped again. Yeah. 
Uh, this guy might be the best con man in history. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, he, he was out for about a week. There was another manhunt. Uh, they recaptured him. He was brought to trial for the embezzlement charges and was convicted. Uh, this time, he was going to serve 45 years for embezzling the $800,000. So, while he was out, uh, he, uh, he, uh, what did he do? No, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. Okay, so he was like, he was temporarily not incarcerated and uh, tried to flee lockup. Then, uh, whenever he was brought back in, he impersonated a doctor and, uh, he like he impersonated this doctor by taking green markers and a prison uniform, and he made it somehow look like scrubs. I guess he colored it or dyed it somehow. What? And like this was how he was able. He, he was he was in a maximum security prison at this time. Oh my! God. Like on the embezzlement thing. Yeah. So like he he just washed it. He, he, bas- he basically made himself look like a doctor and walked right out. Oh my god! So they escaped. Uh, he went down to Biloxi, Mississippi. Was captured again. And uh, he was tried for his escape, uh, and this time another 45 years were added to his sentence. Wow. He still didn't give up. <laughs> While he was in prison on this thing, he uh, started taking a bunch of laxatives uh-huh. to lose weight. And like he, he lost a bunch of weight in a short period of time. Uh, he doctored his medical records to say that he had HIV. So they put him into uh, hospice care. And while he was in hospice care, he escaped. He uh, made a fake fake death certificate and sent it to the courts. So for all intents and purposes, as far as the prison system was concerned, he was dead. Yeah. And, you know, eventually somebody was like, okay, this guy's tried to escape three times now. You know, maybe we should look into this and looked into the death certificate and they found out that it was a fraud and they ended up catching the guy in Florida. Wow. So now why, he, why did he stick in Flor- stick to Florida? Yeah, no, he's, he like stayed in the Southeast, which is kind of stupid. He should have like went to Minnesota or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know maybe, maybe he's really into reptiles. I don't know. Anyway, or, uh, or oily uh muscular men <laughs> yeah possibly possibly so now he's back in prison he is serving a 144 year sentence 45 for embezzlement and 99 for two escapes damn um you know even though his crimes were nonviolent, he's he's in solitary confinement 23 hours a day they had to like just lock him down because he's just that good wow yeah um so yeah like what what i was saying in the beginning is uh this is actually the story of the movie i love you philip morris uh-huh. with uh ewan mcgregor they, they tell the whole details of the whole thing so i want to see that now yeah that's crazy so yeah i don't know if it's like he's a con man right so he's basically conning dumb prison employees pretty much yeah i mean half of half of his escapes were like uh just disguising himself yeah and that is when you prey upon dumb people or people that don't pay attention here's my question if he's smart enough to do all of this why is he faking slip and falls? Why isn't he just like doing check forgery or something a little more lucrative? It was probably easy money for him. Maybe so. I mean, I don't know. But that's crazy. Yeah, dude. That's kind of brilliant. I mean, that's method acting. Yeah. <laughs> when you lose enough weight to fake that you're dying of AIDS. Yeah. That's uh, that's something special. We should commend that guy. And I mean, like to pull off doctoring, like you know, medical records and a death certificate while you're in prison is pretty impressive. Yeah. Like you got to be pretty good. Yeah, you know, for sure. How about some tenfold tirade? Okay. UFOs, see a ghost, crazy unexplained shit. It's just a tenfold tirade. Okay, you remember that pesky guy Julian Assange, right? Oh yeah. Um, his cybersecurity expert went missing hmm. mysteriously. 
Um, this is taken from a do- above top secret, by okay. the way. So take it with a grain of salt. Uh, police in Norway are looking into the disappearance of Arlen Campus, a Dutch citizen with links to WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Um, you know, conspiracy people are throwing around ideas like, uh, you know, he had a hiking accident or this is, I mean, it's possible, I guess, but, uh, they're also saying maybe he's on a secret assignment, Yeah, which I guess could be true if they had something going on, but WikiLeaks has been really quiet lately. It seems like, yeah, I mean, other than Julian Assange, because you know, that's like the high profile thing that's going on right now. Sorry, we had a above top secret uh, pop up. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, uh, it could be a CIA hit, which I guess could happen. <laughs> but I don't know enough about this guy to think he would be a danger to anyone. You know, he's yeah. just, he's probably a lifeline maybe to getting some stuff done in the background. But I really don't know enough. Have you heard of this guy, Brennan? No, it's news to me. He's really weird looking. He's got one of those Scandinavian wide muscle faces. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> he, he looks like uh, the guy from Mask if his face started lifting weights. Yeah, he looks like He-Man with wire-rimmed glasses. <laughs> He's got abs for cheeks. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. This is uh, it's a weird time we're living in. Yeah. You can't really, you can't really trust any of the uh, conspiracy sources these days it's like who, who could it even be that snatched this guy up i mean there's like so many people at play that would have interest in him you know yep I don't know. the conspiracy people are are comparing this to the seth rich thing yeah um i don't know it's just it's too early to tell anything yeah. uh i'm sure people close to this guy would know what he was working on or maybe he felt like he was in danger mm-hmm. if that was the case but it could have been a hiking accident it, yeah the guy could be any anything could have happened to him you know entirely possible he's just a normal dude that just happened to have uh you know some kind of special background with wikileaks which yeah. calls out powerful governments doing bad things <laughs> anything could have happened he could have slipped in the shower yeah you never know you, you never, never know, know. Maybe it was a weightlifting accident with his face. <laughs> he was trying to tow a, tow his car with his mouth <laughs> and uh, He's pulling a train. Pulled him into the ravine. Yep. Um, Brennan, it was a light episode this week. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna do better. We're gonna do better next week. Are we? I think so. We're I gonna have so. some friend questions, definitely. Yeah. And uh, we're working on a guest, right? At some point. Sure. Soon? If, if they'll, if we can get one to come, come out to Pasadena. That tends to be the. I think that's the that's the bar for entry. Really? Yeah. I, I think I think people. We'll take anybody that'll drive to Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Bring your own gas mask. Got it. Uh, you want to go through any social media stuff, or should we just say revengeoftheworld.com? Uh, revengeoftheworld.com is the best way to get a hold of us, but we do have an Instagram at Revenge of the World, a Twitter that we never use at ROTW Podcast. <laughs> we are on Facebook, and yeah. Go join our Facebook page. Nothing's going on over there except uh, episode posts. We'd like to get some weirdo discussions going on over there if we yeah. can. Yeah. Um, thank you to LoneStarButtons.com. Um, that can be your source for custom pin-on buttons. Uh, they do a really great job uh, creating marketing materials for any of your pet projects or 
whatever, etc., what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get in touch with them uh, by email at info at lonestarbuttons.com, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Mention the show, Revenge of the World podcast, and he will throw in some items for free. Whatever you're ordering, he'll throw some in for free. Mm-hmm. Um, Mockingbird Network, thank you for having us on your network, and uh, go check them out because they have a lot of great shows going on over there. Mm-hmm. Mockingbirdnetwork.com. Uh, anything else, Brennan? I feel like I just did an oral book report that I know that I failed. <laughs> well, you kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do better next week. Uh, gently go fuck something.